am Joel Hansel. I'm Katie Karpinski. And this is CC Airwaves. Katie, we're at the time of year where it's the hallmark holiday of Valentine's Day. And I don't know about you, but as I drive into work, I have the radio on and I hear commercials for um, Mally's chocolates, get your chocolate covered strawberries, roses, flowers, special Valentine's dinners, specials, pajama grams, Mm -hmm. all this stuff geared toward Valentine's Day. And the other day I was thinking about my mother-in-law who this Valentine's Day coming up will actually be her first Valentine's Day where she, where she's separated from from her husband because he's in a nursing home about 30 miles away from where she lives and she has limited transportation to go and visit him and I was thinking about how that how difficult that would be for her um because she's a very emotive mm-hmm. kind of person and so I know that Friday is going to be a very, very hard day for her. And in my mind, I'm already thinking, you know, we, you know, we've done things like, like we sent her a card in the mail. I know we're just trying to kind of keep her mind off it, you know, with mm-hmm. some phone calls and stuff. But it got me thinking about here's, here's a person who suffered, who has suffered like a loss it's not really the death of a loved one, but more like a change in living condition mm-hmm. and how Valentine's Day could be very, very difficult for her. And I figured, you know, there's probably some correlation to somebody that might have just lost somebody uh, close to them due to death, mm-hmm. obviously. And so this Valentine's Day might be very, very complicated and difficult for them. Mm-hmm. I think Valentine's like just what you touched on Valentine's Day, even if you haven't lost a loved one, can be a difficult holiday for exactly the reasons you mentioned, whether you're separated from a loved one or maybe your relationship with them has changed or, uh, you know, just a variety of other reasons. And the expectations that the world places on just this one day can be very overwhelming. Even for people who are in relationships, it can be a lot, you know, a lot of expectation and a lot of demand. So um, today with us, we have Rhonda, our bereavement coordinator. So welcome back. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, so Rhonda, we were kind of hoping that today, like taking into account everything Joel said um, about his mother-in-law, but just people in general, how can those who are grieving or those who might be... um, those trying to handle Valentine's Day this year, what are some tips you might have for them? Yes, that's a very good question. And um, I probably want to start out just by saying um, happy St. Valentine's Day to you all. Um, It's a day that's earmarked, set aside to celebrate love, romance, any type of affection that you might have for someone. But it's also very difficult if you're in the midst of grief, grieving or loss, like Joel's mother-in-law. Um, The loss of a loved one through death is very similar to the loss of a loved one um, separated by location. Your your loved one is absent from you. So there's a a hole there where there wasn't before. So overall, just think about the day in perspective of a whole year. Like Katie said, Valentine's Day is one day. What does it mean for you in your life? Valentine's Day is a day of love. Do you have that? 365 days a year? Yes. What makes this one day any different than the other days? So just keep that in the back of your mind that 
you don't have to go all out for this one day. You don't have to feel tremendous loss because yesterday, tomorrow are going to be the same with your grief or your loss as it is today. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's such a good point. And I like how you started by saying it's St. Valentine's Day. This day wasn't originally concepted as like this Hallmark holiday that it is now. It's all going back to that love and a day to celebrate love. And I think that's, you know, an important thing to bring up too. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. So one of the things that you want to um, keep in mind today, St. Valentine's Day, is that there's going to be special days all throughout the year that you're going to have particularly hard time with. Uh, Valentine's Day today, then there's a sweetest day, there's uh, weddings, anniversaries, reunions, birthdays, your loved one's birthdays. There's going to be these special days all throughout the year where you're going to find pain. There's going to be uh, absence of a loved one that's magnified in your heart. But what you can do is to make a plan. By having a plan, it helps your heart process what you're going to be feeling rather than being um, caught in the grips of, of the day coming upon you. By making a plan, your heart can process better how to do how to treat that day. And it's not going to be as painful. I was just I think that kind of goes, you know, if you go to um, like a psych class or anything, I think a lot of people, it's fear of the unknown. And I think for a lot of people, especially if this is their first Valentine's Day or like you said, any special day without their loved one, there might just be some fear of how do I even go about this day without them? So I could see where making a plan ahead of time might help them kind of come to grips with it more and feel more at peace as they start that day. Right. And so today is Valentine's Day. So let's let's start by thinking about what are you going to do today? Keep it simple. That's the first thing. Look at how you celebrated Valentine's Day in the past with your loved one. And then you can can just continue that tradition. They may not be there physically with you, but emotionally and spiritually, they are still with you. Mm -hmm. Their love is still with you. Love is one thing that is eternal. Love never dies. God is love. It's always present. So you can explore what the meaning behind St. Valentine's Day. You can look at some scriptures. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is a good uh, scripture verse to um, meditate upon. How love is eternal. And the one scripture verse I like is uh, verse 13. And now, these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So if you just think about that verse and your faith and your hope in Jesus and what God has provided for you, your loved one might not be physically with you, but that love is in your heart. So take time to search into your heart and feel that love. That's something, Joel, you may want to talk to your mother-in-law about. Sure. Something more introspective. Right. So think about the love that you have that's still there rather than the separation. Sure. So that's an important thing. Um, There's a couple of options that you have for today. You can choose to go through the normal day like you do, go to work, go to school, go to the grocery store. You can treat it like a normal day. Reduce that anxiety and that stress. Mm -hmm. But maybe do something for yourself, something nice or for someone else. You can take the time to um, make some positive morning practices. Maybe you can journal. Write about what you're feeling, the pain. Dig dig deep into that pain. Explore it. 
you know, spend some good quality time exploring what your your fears are, what your anxieties are. Um, pull up your Bible and, and go to scriptures for certain things that you're feeling, fear, anger, hatred, you know, things, loneliness. So spend some time doing that. You could also spend the day um, alone doing some things for yourself, resting, maybe watching TV, going to a movie, um, just going shopping or just going for a walk out in the out in the park. Mm -hmm. Or you could also spend the day in a grandiose way, if you did with your loved one, to go out and um, celebrate it. Buy flowers, please do. Buy flowers and take it to the gravesite or wherever your loved one you know, is, is memorialized. Um, buy some chocolate. Your loved one's not here, give that chocolate to someone who does not have someone. Mm -hmm. Take it to a nursing home. Take it to someone who you work with that you know, might be grieving also. You know, there's a camaraderie, camaraderie with other people who are grieving. So maybe send some chocolates to them. You could um, gather at the cemetery and say some prayers. Mm -hmm. You can have your family gather there. I've seen people do that on a special day. Mm -hmm. They'll gather all their loved ones there. They'll say a prayer to the loved one. They'll go out to lunch in their honor. And then that's the way they celebrate them. So there's several options that you have, mm -hmm. depending on your personality. If you're a introvert or an extrovert. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. I think something that you, is kind of inferred with some of those ideas you mentioned is that it's okay to be sad. You know, like I think that the day it's such, you know, society tells you, oh, it's a happy day. It's a day about love, which it is. But you don't have to put on a front. If you're if you're feeling your grief and you need to express that, then it's okay to just, you know, like you said, stay home and just really feel whatever you're feeling in that moment. Right. That's what grief is. Grief mm -hmm. is walking through that pain, mm -hmm. it, you know, entering into it and, and getting something positive out of it. Mm -hmm. I think as another practical tip, too, I, I one of my friends recently lost someone and I was telling her, you know, stay off social media and don't compare whatever you're going through with if it's too painful for you to watch other people, you know, going about their days on Valentine's Day or really any time of the year, just stay off of it. Right. There's no obligation to go Might on social be media. Best to avoid the Hallmark channel as right. well. Exactly. I was going yeah. To just say turn off all types of entertainment. You mm -hmm. may want to turn the TV off as well because news is not news. News is really bad news. Correct. Mm -hmm. So you may want to remove that from your day. Yeah. And maybe listen to some nice music. Mm -hmm. You know, do some dancing or something. Yeah. Get your mind off of it because. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, it's hard to go anywhere without being reminded of something painful or bad or distressing. So a little um, digital cleanse. <laughs> something right. along those lines, yeah. Now, I do have some things, uh, concrete suggestions, um, if you'd like to hear those. Yeah. Um, some things that you can do if you like to be alone or maybe some things that you can do with others in a group. So let's say you're an introvert or you just like being by yourself. Um, there's some concrete things you can do. Call someone on the phone or someone um, that you haven't talked to in a while. Just call and say hi. Mm -hmm. One of those things. You can journal, like I mentioned before. Do some scripture reading. Um, write down your thoughts, something like that. You can cook a nice meal for yourself at home. You know, whatever your loved one's favorite dish is, you can make that for yourself and enjoy it and think about that. You go through... Go through some picture albums or letters, things like that. Just in general, you can enjoy your own time. 
if you want to get out amongst other people, you can um, you can plan a lunch today. Um, favorite restaurant or um, maybe cook a meal and invite other people over. You can go to the movies. Mm -hmm. You can do some retail therapy and just go shopping. You can do it on the internet. You can go into the stores. Um, if you're an extrovert, you like to be out amongst people. Mm -hmm. So go out to the stores and do a little bit of shopping. Um, you can even just window shop if you don't want to spend that money. Mm -hmm. um, a concert is always nice. Um, maybe something at a, a local theater or you know something that's close to home. Or if you want to, you can go out to another area. Mm -hmm. um, get in your car and drive to someplace that's close and, and just spend some time finding an activity that you like to do. Do something in honor of your loved one. I like to tell people, whatever the gift is that your loved one had, uh, could it be um, their uh, gregarious nature or their love of pictures or music or singing, find that quality in your loved one and share it with someone else. Hmm. That keeps their love alive. It helps to keep their love active in your mind and it shares it with the world. It continues to share your loved one. So that's something that you can do that's concrete. Yeah. I think those are all really good suggestions. And I think too that, um, you know, like Joel, like with your mother-in-law, or um, if if you know someone who is grieving the loss of a loved one, kind of knowing where they fall, if they're an extrovert, introvert, and reaching out to them in a way that you think would be beneficial to help them through this holiday. Right. You know, because everyone's different. So I think those suggestions are good, too. Even if you haven't lost a loved one, just looking at other people and saying, well, they, you know, they're very social. Maybe I can take them out to do something because in the moment they might not even be able to come up with these ideas or, you know, on their own. Unless right. they're listening to this podcast, of course, yes. in which case yeah. <laughs> they're all right there for them. But now one yeah. more thing I thought about was um, you can reach beyond today mm -hmm. and look to some point in the future, say, for instance, spring or summer. Plan something mm. for a trip or um, maybe a concert that we talked about. Plan something, a garden, mm -hmm. you know, some a bus trip. Um, and just by moving yourself beyond today's date, Valentine's Day, you can stretch that love out to some other day when you're able to use your gifts and, you know, make another memorial for your loved one. Or just mm -hmm. spend some time. A lot of people who are in grief don't realize that um, they can be happy. You have a right to be happy or sad, either one. So let's just take some time and plan something for the future in the spring. Spring is just around the corner. Well, thank you, Rhonda, so much for all those um, tips and just suggestions for people. Hopefully it will help um, anyone who's listening to this podcast handle Valentine's Day. And again, I know we say this a lot with our bereavement podcast, but a lot of this is stuff that anyone can apply to their life, regardless of whether or not they've lost a loved one. Just a lot of self-care and self-love and reconnecting with God and the eternal love he has in us, which, like you said, will never die. Right. So. And one thing I want to share, one last thing. Um, this is something that I get from my dad, who passed in 2009. Mm -hmm. um, one of his favorite sayings was, has anyone told you today that they love you? So if you haven't heard that today, you're hearing it from me. Mm. I love you. Well, thank you so much, Rhonda. Joel, do you have anything else to add? No, Rhonda, thank you for joining us today. Um, a lot of your suggestions are, are helpful. And, and as Katie alluded to, it uh, applies to people really in all walks of life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you don't just have to be somebody who lost someone um, to help get through a, a day like Valentine's Day that can be tricky. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much to everyone um, who is listening today. As always, you can find our podcast at our website, clecem.org. If you have any topics that you'd like us to cover, whether they're grief-related or about the Catholic Church or our burial tradition, you can email those to podcast at clecem.org. And please just communicate with us on social media. We are always looking to hear from you guys and what we can do to better help you. Thank you for listening today and hope you join us in the future. You know, we have a lot of uh, exciting topics coming up throughout the year. Uh, Again, thanks for listening. And until the next time, take care, everyone.